What's up, guys? Welcome to the Twins Take Podcast. We're your hosts, Luke and Jackson Hershey. Twins from Charlotte, North Carolina. Same face, two opinions. Guys, welcome to the show. We're so, so excited that you're on. Um, first of all, this has been a freaking crazy week of um, football in general. A lot of new things happening. We found out who the college football playoffs would be last week. A lot of controversy there. So first of all, Jackson... Um, what did you think of the college football um, playoff committee's decision to have their top four be Michigan, Washington, Alabama, and Texas? Yeah, some absolutely crazy stuff. You know, um, I I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't think Texas should have been in it. I I think Al- you can give Alabama um, the win because they beat Georgia, and that was a massive win, so I'm okay with Alabama being in it, and I know that Texas still beat Alabama, but that was like their only competition the entire year, and FSU went undefeated, so I would have put FSU in over Texas, but that's my belief. I think everything else is great. No, I have I have a strong um, disagree with the college football committee, and I think, I think that how they're basing their decision is wrong. Um, what more do you want Florida State to do? You gave them, you gave them the schedule. They won every game that you asked them to. They couldn't control that their quarterbacks out at the end of the year, but at the same time, they still won the ACC championship without their quarterback. I think it was completely wrong um, to do that to any any team inside the ACC, um, but especially Florida State for going undefeated. I look, I look at the playoff um, who they decided to put in and I I look at teams like Washington and Michigan and I think Florida State all th- three of those should have been automatic like bids so should have been in um and then I look at who's left everybody's bias is like Alabama beat the best team in the country they beat Georgia so they should be in well Georgia isn't even in the playoffs um at the end so I don't think that should be the marker at the end of the day I would have had um, Texas is my four and had both Alabama and Georgia out, but I think the college football committee has a little bit too much love for the SEC um, from the inside, so I don't think they were willing to do that. I think they messed this up pretty badly. Absolutely. Um, I, have, I mean, I have some mixed feelings about it. I think that at the end of the day, um, it's really hard to pick four teams, especially when half of them go undefeated. And then you have to pick between the one that only has one loss, and you have to debate which one's the best and how everyone's season ends. And I think that's the conflict between Bama and Georgia is, you know, Georgia was undefeated up until they played Bama, and then they lost, and you have to look at it. No, but do, do you think that do you think that Florida State should have gotten in, and then if Florida State should have gotten in, who do you take out? Texas. I don't I don't like Texas's schedule at all. I really don't. I, their hardest opponent besides Bama was Oklahoma and they're not even close to a New Year's Six Bowl game. So I you know. I think FSU went undefeated and Texas didn't. That's the difference. I don't think the ACC was had a crazy schedule or anything, but I um they still they played LSU. They played two SEC teams. Like, what else do you want them to do? They played Florida and LSU. They beat them both. It's like, at a point, you're like, you know, what more did you want them to do? Yeah, I don't know. I just I just kind of disagree with this whole thing, and I think I think they messed it up, and it'll be very interesting to see really how recruits look at this and 
base who they're going to go um, play for in college because of this decision. I mean, like, guys that are looking to play in the ACC, looking to play for a Florida State, might look at this and say, bro, I can't even I can't even get to the college football playoffs if I go undefeated. Like, why would I go here? I'm just going to go to an SEC school or a Big Ten school that legit could actually get in because the rest of the ACC, I guess, can't. Like, that's that'll be really interesting to look at college um, recruits standpoint. And so that'll be that'll be really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, the biggest thing is I definitely agree with that. College football recruits are going to be looking at it like, why would I go to a Florida State where they didn't even make the playoffs going undefeated? But I also do know that a lot of it went into Jordan Travis getting hurt, and they were like, with Jordan Travis being hurt, is this really a top-four team? And arguably, they still knocked off Florida at the end, and they still knocked off Louisville at the end. And I mean, both of them, very good teams. Florida not obviously as good as Louisville, but... Still, um, I, I don't know what else you wanted them to do. And at the end of the day, they still had their record to prove it. Um, it's a it's a shame, but it is what it is, you know? No, I, I completely agree there. But I think at the end of the day, it'll be a very fun college football playoff to watch. And we're going to pick the games um, later in the episode. But I want to talk a little bit about on the transfer portal. Guys have been leaving left and right. What transfer portal decision to leave um, were you most surprised by, and which one is most interesting to you? You know, I think Cam Ward out of Washington State. I don't necessarily – I get why he would want to leave Washington State. They're not really a Power 5 team anymore. Um, He's going to go out and be a great quarterback in one of these teams. I think they're saying he's picking between (coughs) Miami (laughs) and Florida State. Sorry. And – Miami and Florida State. So I I think it'll be very interesting where he goes. I think that he could be a Drake May. Um, I think he'll be a top five quarterback pick in next year's draft. I think he has the potential to do that. He just has to keep playing out um, the way he has been. I would bet he's going to Miami. That would be my bet. But it'll be very interesting to see what he does. Um, but yeah, I I found that very interesting and I find it even more interesting that he's going to probably go to the ACC where he's going to be able to take down a lot of opponents. No, that's really, that's actually really interesting. And I, I thought that one was really good. I think Riley Leonard going to Notre Dame um, is a really interesting dynamic. Um, Notre Dame likes to pull these guys that are kind of in their fourth, fifth year um, after spending their first three years of, or really four years of eligibility at another college and kind of steal them for that last year to make a run with them. And I think Riley Leonard could really take Notre Dame to a national championship. He's just got he's got what Notre Dame had been missing for the last couple of years. Obviously, Sam Hartman is a phenomenal quarterback, and I think um, he could have led them to a national championship. Also, they were just missing some keys on their defense. But I think that Riley Leonard overall... Um, has has some really cool blessings about him where he can run the ball, he can throw the ball. He's a very tall guy. He's hard to take down. Um and I think I think that'll really help Notre Dame for sure. And then another one that's really interesting is Dylan Gabriel out of Oklahoma. Um he's transferring to Oregon to take over Bo Nix's spot. Um Oregon's I think Oregon is very, very close to a national championship and they will definitely be in the college football playoffs next year, especially with that twelve team format. Yeah, another guy I'm really interested in is Dante Moore, and he's transferring out of UCLA, where 
Um, they didn't have half the talent as Oregon or Washington or Washington State, but um, the guy's an absolutely absolute stud as a freshman, and I would bet he's going to an SEC or ACC school, but I am very excited to see what he's going to produce because he's one of the rising stars in the co- collegiate football. And for me, I think the transfer portal does a lot of bad things, but it also does a lot of good things. For a guy like Michael Penix Jr., whose um, career was pretty much over and went to Washington and now could be a first-round draft pick, like it can help a lot of guys out. And so for that example, I hope that um, he gets the most out of the transfer portal because it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I think another really interesting thought on that is if you look at the Heisman nowadays, most years, most of those top quarterbacks ended up transferring during their time um, of college football. They were at one college, transferred to a second or a third college, then ended up um, winning the Heisman or being one of the top four players in the entire country. Like It really, it really is cool to see, and I think that um, overall – Dylan Gabriel is going to put himself in a position to really win a national championship. I don't think he could have done that at Oklahoma, but he can do it at Oregon. They have all the pieces around him. I mean, look at the Heisman this year. All three quarterbacks transferred. You had Jalen Daniels from Arizona State, LSU, Bo Nix from Auburn to Oregon. And then you got Penix, like I just said, uh, Virginia Tech. Now he's at Washington, killed it. I mean, you got guys like Caleb Williams from Oklahoma, USC. I mean, there's just countless names that you're like, Oh, I didn't realize he transferred. Every it's almost like every quarterback is transferred. Obviously, not everyone, but there are a lot of names that a lot of people have gotten big impacts from the transfer portal, and I find it very interesting and exciting to see what could happen with these players. Yeah, that'll that'll definitely be interesting, um, really to see. And I I want to I want to change the segment a little bit, and I want to talk about some of these coaching changes that are happening over. Um, over college football and what that means for some of these bigger schools losing their offense and defensive coordinators. Um, Penn State was about to go into the Peach Bowl against Ole Miss and just lost their defensive coordinator, Manny Diaz, um, to be the new Duke football head coach. That's just one of the many um, examples of guys that are leaving. Um, What does this mean, Jackson, for a big school um, that's about to go play a huge game and losing one of their top leaders in the entire um, football team? I mean, I think it impacts you a little bit, but it's kind of like when Michigan lost Harbaugh. You you still have the you had the coach the entire season. You know the plays, you know the drills. You lost him for like two weeks. I think it'll impact the team a little bit because you won't have him in a game scenario. But I think it'll be completely fine. You know, it's just a game. I would you know it's a high level game, but Penn State's defense is absolutely crazy. One of the top 10 best defenses in all of college football. So I don't think they'll be impacted too much, but um, it'll definitely be something to look out for if Penn State can um, re-get, can get another defensive coordinator as good as Manny Diaz because he brought a lot of good things at Penn State. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. And I think that um, obviously Penn State's going to be fine. I think you have a great point of like, they had these coaches um, all year, but what they don't have is that leader in the locker room that's pointing out different things um, that you're used to having pointed out to you. So I think I think that they're also getting u- used to new faces because new guys have to fill those roles as coaches are leaving to take new positions. Um, 
it'll. I'm actually really excited to watch Manny Diaz as the next Duke football coach. Mike Elko is the next Texas A&M coach. Um, guys just filling in spots, and I think I think over time that's gonna that. The, I mean, both programs could be really good. I don't know that Manny Diaz is gonna be able to take Duke football to where they were um, with Mike Elko. And the hardest thing with the coaching turnover is keeping the guys there. Um, when a new coach comes in, you have guys um, decommit from your school. You have guys that transfer from your school. And with Duke right now, that's like every great player that's coming in and that was on this team is really starting to leave. Um, so you have to ask yourself, how do you fill those positions? Um, when you had when you had amazing guys, you had the leaders on this team um, that were playing their heart out, and they just leave. They transfer. They're, they're wanting a new opportunity. They want to go fight for a national college football championship. Like, how do you fill those spots? And I think that's the hardest um, hardest thing to figure out as a new head coach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I'm i sure they'll figure it out. That's the other thing. And that's why the transfer portal is great because players leave, but you also get a bunch of players. I mean, you saw Deion Sanders absolutely work it last year, getting over 80 players. And... They lost a lot of players, but they gained a bunch of guys that were very impactful to the team that they didn't have the year before. And you're watching them do it again. Just offensive linemen, that's their weakest spot. But they're able to get a bunch of guys. I mean, the transfer portal is very interesting. It can hurt you a lot because you lose a bunch of players, but you can also gain a bunch of players. And there's over, I think, over 900 to 1,000 players in the transfer portal already. And that's going to make a big impact on college football. I mean, that is a lot of players. What do you think of the college football um, playoff for next year, that 12-team format? Are you pro or against it? Um, obviously, that could have that met an entire new playoff uh, this year. I mean, that 12 teams could have been crucial this year, just trying to pick four. What do you think of that 12-team format as an overall? Yeah, I'm absolutely for it, you know. Um Again, you would have had a Florida State make it. We wouldn't be having this conversation. A team like Georgia, who who lost one game and it wasn't even a regular season game, um, they would be in it. You know, Um, it's in every every. I think they said every one team from every conference would be able to um, make it into that tournament, which would mean every conference has a team. There wouldn't be teams complaining. SEC has five teams. We have zero. Everyone gets in. So. For me, that is going to be very compelling for the next um, couple years because teams can really grow off this playoffs. It kind of turns into March Madness. Obviously, a football game is a lot harder to win than a basketball game. But, you know, those are going to be some big jumps. There could be some really big upsets. And I'm I'm just excited for next season. But we still got the end of this season, and I'm really excited to finish it out. Do you think if you had that 12-team format, the same ultimate four would have been the last four standing? No, I don't think so. I think Texas, Who do you think is that top four? I would have I would have bet Washington would have probably lost. That's Interesting. Really? I would have bet. I mean, I wouldn't be sh- – I think Alabama – Who does Washington replace? I think at the end of the day, it would have been Alabama, Georgia. Maybe Michigan would have been in there. But I think, um, you know – those three schools were obviously the three most dominant schools, and even though Georgia's not in it, they were the only one of the only undefeated teams. Washington was extremely very good. They beat Oregon twice, but it's Pac-12, and the SEC, in my opinion, is just another tick up. So, and the Big Ten's great too, but they only really have three amazing teams out of Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Um, you know, 
there's some very interesting um, things that could have happened, but I guess we'll have to wait till next year to find out what the first college football 12-team playoff is like. Yeah, I mean, I mean that that really does make you think about like who are the top four best teams, and I think honestly when they made that decision, that's who they looked at, and they looked at Florida State, who doesn't have a quarterback right now, or they did have a quarterback, but it's not Jordan Travis, um, and they said they're not at the same level that they were at the beginning of the year. Which I think is fair. You have guys down, but I don't think it's right to jip a team off that. Um, I, I would rather have seen them be able to fight it out um, for a chance to make it. So I do agree with you. I think Georgia is in the Final Four, but I think it's in, in place of Texas. I think Washington is the real deal. And I'd love to see Washington win the full thing this year. Um, I really like Michael Penix as a quarterback. I like Texas a lot, too. Um, I, f- I feel... I, f- I, I mean, I just not a Bama fan at all and I I get tired of watching them but is Nick Saban gonna retire if he wins a national championship like that's really interesting too um so a lot of questions lingering around this college football playoff and now that we're talking about it let's go ahead and pick um our games who do we think is gonna win these bowl games so let's go ahead and start off with the first one which is Alabama versus Michigan I'm going to pick Bama. I think really? Bama is going to give Michigan an upset. Yeah, I'm going to pick Bama. Okay. That's really interesting, but I like I like Michigan here, so I'm going to take the opposite They, from they really haven't had a lot of success in the playoffs. They usually get out first round. Michigan at least does. Recently. Yeah. Not It'll always, be, but recently. I don't know. Like, Can Harbaugh get over the hump? Like, I don't know. I really don't. And I think that Michigan, they're saying Michigan is the best team in all of, in all of football right now. They look really good. If they're running, if they can run the ball at Bama, I think they win. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the win um to Michigan here. And let's talk next game. Texas against Washington. Two high power offenses. Who do you got? I'm gonna take um I wanna say Washington, but I kinda have this feeling that Texas is gonna end up winning, so I'm gonna say Texas. Okay. I, I really like Michael Penn here. And then I guess that would be a rematch for me, I guess, um, Bama versus Texas in the national championship, which would be crazy because we already got to watch it first round. Yeah. No, it's it's really true. Um, and that, and they said they said it then that could be the national championship. I like Washington here. I think they're going to beat Texas. I think Michael Penick is the real deal, and he will be very, very good in the NFL. Could be a Jalen Hurts type guy. I really do believe that. Um, I, think, I think my ultimate... One is going to be Washington versus um, Michigan, and Jackson's got Alabama versus Texas. So we got polar opposite picks on that, which is completely fine. Um, but that, that'll that make it very interesting for the college football playoffs. Jackson, we want to bet anything on this game? It's a good question. What do you want to put up? I'm saying I'm saying loser has to do a polar plunge in the lake. Um Whoever, whoever, let's let's go ahead and pick our ultimate winner. Who do you got winning the full thing? Bama. Okay, I got. Give me Michigan. Give me Michigan. So whichever one, so we'll say the loser of that Michigan Alabama game has to do a polar punch in the lake. Okay. Deal. All right. We're just going to have to stay tuned to the Twin Steak Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for hopping on this episode today. We truly appreciate it. If you haven't seen the interview with Coach Bob McKillop or any of our other interviews, please feel free to go check it out. Um, if you have any ideas, questions, DMs for us, 
Email us at thetwinstakepodcast at gmail.com or DM us at thetwinstakepodcast Instagram. We love all you guys. God bless you. Go watch some football this week. Peace.